Welcome to a new episode of the NACF Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. As we continue in our Born Identity series, Pastor Parson preaches about being the exception. God has chosen us to be an exception to the rule, an exception to the world. This call is not for everybody. So just feel privileged that you are the exception. Coming up. The Bible says, and God granted his request. God made him the exceptions. All it takes for you to be different. All it takes for you to have more than you're supposed to have. All it takes for you to do more than you're supposed to do. All it takes for you to be something that you weren't supposed to be is for God to do you one favor. Verse 9 and 10, and then we're going to John 9, 24 through 25, 32 through 33. I'm excited. You are in for a life changer. You're in for a life changer. If you can accept this one today, I'm excited. There's no accident that you are here today. God has arranged for you to be here today. You may not be a member of this church and don't know why you showed up today. But God is getting ready to give you an opportunity today. And so the scriptures will be there on the screen for you, hopefully. Nope, not right now. Me and technology, we have a love-hate relationship. I love it when it works. I hate it when it don't. Amen. But that's why you can, you should, uh, everybody say, always have your sword with you. Bring your Bible with you. Uh, so flip out your phone or your iPad. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. And then jump over to John 9, 24. I'll read it for you. I'm reading in the New International Version. It says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. John chapter 9, verse 24. A second time they summoned the man who had been born blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner. He replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Then jumping down to verse 32, it says, nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. Our topic this afternoon is I am the exception. I got five people that's got that. I know this ain't for everybody. I know this ain't for everybody today, but I'm going to catch those. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to catch those this for Somebody say, I am the exception. I'm going to give somebody, by the end of this, I'm going to get some people who really, really believe that I am the exception. There are some things that God has only done once. There are some miracles he did for one person and never did it again. Only Peter 
walked on water with Jesus. Only Lazarus was called from the grave after four days. Only Noah built the ark and saved all life on planet Earth. Only David killed a giant with a slingshot. Only Samson had supernatural Superman strength. Only Mary, y'all, only Mary had a baby without the seed of a man. They were the exceptions. An exception is a person or a thing that has been excluded from a general statement or does not follow the rule. An exception is a person or, or, or a thing has been excluded from a general statement or it's, it doesn't follow the, the rule. In other words, it almost happens. It almost always happens like that. But this is an exception. Everyone is like this. Yeah, but she, she's an exception. Exception is not the norm. It's, it's unusual. It's out of the ordinary. It's different than the rest, although it wasn't supposed to be. It, it's different than the rest. It broke the rule. It, it created a new possibility. It could happen, but it would be an exception. I am the exception. It's African American History Month, and and we celebrate not only the milestones and the major events of black history this month, but also the people who made history. So we'll celebrate Harriet Tubman, Booker T. Washington, George Washington Carver, Mary McLeod, Big Thune, W.B. Du Bois, Denmark Vesey, Christmas Addicts, Frederick Douglass, Sojourner Truth, Madam C.J. Walker, Charles Drew, Marcus Garvey, Duke Ellington, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Sidney, Portier, Muhammad Ali, Katherine Johnson, Colin Powell, Oprah Winfrey, Barack Hussein Obama. I'm sorry, I just like the guy. Uh, but what they all have in common is that they were the exception. They did things that no one had done before. They said things in a way that no one else could say them. They became what no one else like them, no one else in their skin color, had ever become before. And so for the first part of the year, we're studying born identity, the search for who you are. Born identity, the search for who you are. We're exploring and discovering who we are so that we can find and walk in our purpose. And so I've been preaching uh, uh, about who I am, and uh, there's I am positive. I am a champion. I am the church. I am grown. I am in love. Pastor Sharonda said, I am a new creature. Pastor Erica said, I am not an imposter. Um, but, but this one, this one may be more of a declaration. This one takes some nerve. This one changes your attitude about yourself and your future perhaps more than any of the others. This one perhaps doesn't come easy. And this one is not for everybody. Because everybody can be the church. All of you can be positive. Everybody can be a new creature. Everybody can be in love. I hope everybody grows up. Everybody can be a champion. But not everybody can be the exception. Because by definition, the exception is not everybody. It takes favor to be the exception. 
Abraham was an exception because God just liked him. The same with Noah. The Bible says he found favor with God. The, the, The same with the Virgin Mary. When the angel came to her, he says, you have found favor with God. And this is where we find Jabez in our first text. Jabez, in the Bible, the Bible says he was more honorable than his brothers. He was exceptional. He stood out. He was different. But how did he get there, Liv? You know how he got there? He asked God for a favor. It's good to me. He asked God for a favor. I don't know why his mother was in pain when he was born. I doubt that it was labor pains because that would be expected. Every woman has those. But whatever was going on with his birth, he decided that he didn't want to live out his life marked by his mother's pain. So he prayed. Bible says he cried out to the God of Israel, to the God of heaven. What did he say? He said, bless me. Speak well of me. Change who I am. Bless me indeed. Bless me big time. That's how Bishop Omer says it. Bless me big time. And then give me some room for my big time blessing and enlarge my territory. I need some room for when you bless me big time. Enlarge my territory. Keep me from harm. I don't want any more pain. Let your hand be with me. God, do me a favor. The Bible says, and God granted his request. God made him the exceptions. All it takes for you to be different. All it takes for you to have more than you're supposed to have. All it takes for you to do more than you're supposed to do. All it takes for you to be something that you weren't supposed to be is for God to do you one favor. He he don't even need a whole lot of it. If God, he can do it all by just giving you one favor. God can turn your life completely around with with one favor. And they say, after 14 years or so, churches begin to level off in growth, and then they decline. They say the only way that a church begins to grow again is if there's new leadership. That churches who keep the same leadership continue to decline, and then they'll die off with that leader. That's the norm. Statistically, that's how it happens. That's the rule. That's the general statement about churches. But I've been asking God to make us the exception. I want to pass on a mantle that's hot. I want to pass a baton while we still ahead in the race. I want that next pastor to not to have a head start and not to have to play catch up. I want to see this church grow again until all three campuses have multiple services. And I want to see it, Bishop, before I retire. It's not supposed to happen that way. Statistics say it don't happen that way. Everybody that studies churches says it don't happen that way, especially for a 60-year-old black woman, Pastor, at that. But this is my declaration. I am the exception. And all I need from God is for him to do me a favor. It takes favor. 
to be the exception. And it takes faith to be the exception. You have to have faith in the favor. You see, Noah had favor, but it took faith to build that ark. Abraham had favor, but he still had to move. David had favor, but he still had to face the giant and throw the rock. And in our second story, Jesus encounters a man who had been born blind. Now, there evidently had been some incidences where someone who was born seeing and went blind got their sight back by some means. But the testimony of those who were there at the time was this. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. It didn't happen. That was the rule. That was the general statement. And actually, it's the man who was born blind who brought this to the attention of the Pharisees. So maybe every doctor, every priest, or every elder in the city had told him all his life that no one born blind had ever gained their sight. Maybe at every family reunion, on the holidays, at the synagogue school, he was told over and over and over again, nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. Maybe as a child, uh, he, when he heard that there was an almighty God who had healing in his hands, maybe he prayed at night for his sight. And maybe, maybe his parents overheard what he was praying and said, baby, nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. But this young man was about to be the exception. And when Jesus spit on the ground, he made a mud pie, he rubbed it across the guy's eyes and told him to go wash. What he had to do was to move in faith, and it was blind faith at that. Not only did he have to move in faith, but he was still blind. It was blind faith. Anybody in this room? ever had to move in blind faith. Now I know y'all type people, I don't know where I'm going, I don't know what's going to happen, I don't don't do nothing unless I know how it's going to come out. But there might be somebody who heard a word from the Lord and had to move out in blind faith. (laughs) Anybody got married moved in blind faith. Anybody had kids moved in blind faith? You don't know what's going to happen. You had to move in faith and blind faith at that. It must have gone through his mind as he went to wash. Nobody (laughs) has ever heard of the opening of the eyes of a man born blind. And the reason I think he he may have thought that is because there's not even any indication in the scripture that he asked Jesus to heal him. Because nobody's ever heard. (laughs) Of the opening eyes of a man born blind. It's not even indication that says Jesus told him that he was going to be healed. Only thing I saw is that Jesus gave him a directive and a direction. Jesus gave him a directive and a direction. 
go wash pool of Siloam. Which lets me know that the faith that God is looking for is not just believing what he says, it's acting on what he says. Sometimes the faith he needs is the faith that he sees. And another place says when Jesus saw their faith, sometimes Jesus needs the faith that he can see. The Bible says faith without works is dead. What does that mean? Is that you can believe it in your head all you want to, but you've got to show by what you do that you really believe what you said. Or you do you believe what I said? If you believe what I said, I need you to do what I just told you to do. Show me your faith by your works. And if you are the exception, you are going to have to act on it. Do whatever God tells you to do. Get up and attempt to do the thing that you're not supposed to be able to do. Get up and attempt to be what they said that you would never be. Take the class. Open the business. Fill out the application. Apply for the more mortgage loan. Go meet the people you aren't even supposed to have access to. Start the ministry that you're not qualified to have. It takes faith to be the exception. And this is the way I feel about it, Sharonda. If I know I have God's favor, I'll provide the faith. If I know God gave me favor, I can have the faith. If I have favor, the faith is no problem. Because faith faith says, I know you can do it. But favor says, I know you will do it for me. So, Lord, if you provide the favor, I'll provide the faith. I'll do it right now, matter of fact. Bless me. Bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. Keep me from evil. Keep evil from me. Bless me. Tell me what to do. Tell me where to go. Give me the strategy. What would it take, God, to be the exception? It takes favor to be the exception. It takes faith to be the exception. But slow your roll. Before you get too excited. Can you handle the pressure of being the exception? Because it takes fortitude to be the exception. Fortitude. Courage in pain or adversity. Fortitude. Strength in the face of difficulty. Fortitude. It's the endurance to go on because being the exception ain't easy Mary was the exception but she had to handle not being believed being threatened with divorce humiliation she had to have the strength to give birth in a stable she had to have the stamina for running around from place to place to protect the life of the Lord Jesus Noah had to be able to take the scrutiny of people. Building a boat for a flood that had never been heard of. David had to be able to to take the flack from his brothers. And then years of being hunted by Saul because of Saul's jealousy of him. And this man born blind had to be able to take being interrogated by the leaders of that day. Being the exception can be hard work. 
You have to be able to have the fortitude to handle the pressure of success. You got to be willing to do the work even when you're tired, when you're discouraged, when you're disappointed, and when you're disliked. And that's why this is not for everybody. I lost some folk on this point. I was excited about favor. They could throw it in there about some faith. Oh, but, but now you're talking about fortitude. <laughs> it takes fortitude to be the exception. But my question is, how bad do you want it? Because some of you just want average. You just want average. Easy life. Get a job. Pay some bills. Make a little love. Do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight. And you're... And that's okay. That's okay. We got to have some average. We got to have some average people because I can't get rich unless I have some average people that's giving me their money. It's okay if you want to be average. Some of you, some of you will take a little bit of discomfort and, and dare at least to be above average. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go to college. It's, it's uncomfortable. I'll, I'll do that, you know. I'll, I'll get this training. I'll... I'll I'll do, you know, I'll do some church work. I'll be a little uncomfortable. And I'll be above average. I'll be above average. Have a good life. Have a good life at above average. That's okay, too. All of you that want to be above average. Slightly above average. Little uncomfortable. Not too much. That's okay, too. But if you want to be exceptional, if you want to see God do big things, if you have a desire in your bones, Who am I talking to? If you have a desire in your bones to obtain greatness in some area of your life, if you are man enough and woman enough to handle the pressure, if you can accept the challenge that it it does take fortitude to be the exception, if you can do that, if if it's in you, somebody in here got greatness locked up in them, you you can't be okay being average. You, You can't be okay even being slightly above average. Every time you try to chill out, and and respond. Something inside of you tells you there's more in you than this. You keep hearing God calling you, calling you to more than what you're doing right now. You can't be comfortable. So if you know that it takes the fortitude to be the exception, I want you to take that last step with me. It takes fight to be the exception. No one becomes the exception without a fight. You have to fight people who don't want to see you be successful. You have to fight the demons who are assigned to you to stop you. You have to fight your lazy flesh that doesn't want to put forth any effort for good. But that same flesh will give you extra energy when it's time to be bad. You got to fight the voices in your own head. The low self-esteem, the fear of failure, the fear of the unknown, the fear of hard work. Some of y'all are scared of hard work. Scared of work. (laughs) 
You got to fight the voices in your head that, that tell you about the fear of missing out, the fear of the sacrifice that it's going to take. Oh, but if you have greatness in you, if you know who you are, if you have the courage to be who you were born to be, if you have a dream that's worth fighting for, if you have a family that means more to you than your fears and is more important to you than your comfort, if you have a love for mankind, if you have a passion for purpose, if you have a burden for a cause if you love people enough if you hear the call of God so strongly that you can't ignore it if you know you're supposed to be what no one else has been and do some things that few other people do then I need you to declare with me today your born identity somebody who believes that say I am the exception I am the exception I have favor, I have faith, I have fortitude, and I have fight. Favor, faith, fortitude, and fight. Favor, faith, fortitude, and fight. What does it take to be an exception? Favor, faith, fortitude, and fight. What does it take for me to be everything God created me to be? It takes favor, faith, fortitude, and fight. Somebody say, I am the exception. I am the exception. Because a person like me yes. is never supposed to have a life like this. <laughs> but I am the exception. The person with my background is not supposed to achieve at this level. <laughs> but I am the exception. A felon is not supposed to live this good life. An addict is not supposed to be this free. A special ed kid is not supposed to be this wealthy. But I am the exception. A sinner like I was is not supposed to be this anointed. A promiscuous woman is not supposed to marry this well. An absent father is not supposed to have a great relationship with his kids. A single mother is not supposed to have raised care family that's this affluent. But I am the exception. A person that was that sick is not supposed to be this healthy. A man that was that obese is not supposed to be this fit and trim. A girl who could barely read is not supposed to write a bestseller. But I am the exception. God told me to tell you this afternoon I'm about to make an exception. God told me to tell them whoever showed up this afternoon that I'm about to make an exception. No, you didn't do all the right things. No, you don't have the right tools. No, you don't deserve this blessing that I have in my hand. But I'm going to make an exception. Woo, Sharonda is good to me. You didn't move when I told you to move. You didn't come when I asked you to return to me. You didn't even believe it when I said it to you. And you should be disqualified. But I'm going to make an exception. So I say... Amen, God. They said you weren't good enough. You believe you aren't good enough. You have never seen something like this happen to someone like you. But I'm going to make an exception. And you need to just say, Amen, God. I, I, I believe what you say about me. 
and I want it. I want it bad. I want to see you do exceeding and abundantly above. Anything I can ask or think according to the power that works in me. I am the exception. What's the exception? It's a person that's been excluded from a general statement. <laughs> it does not follow the rule. God, I'm asking you to do for me what is usually not done. Make me an exception. Bless me. Bless me. Uh, bless me. For those who are listening today, I wish you were here because we're going to lay hands and pray for this exceptional blessing. And I wish you were here to receive it, but if you receive this word, walk on it, do what God tells you to do. Message has let us know how this has affected you and why you're there. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ, Ask him into your heart. Ask him to forgive you for everything you've done wrong and tell him you want in on this blessing. Declare that I am the exception. And we'd love to hear from you. But for those of you that are here, I didn't want to preach long because I wanted to pray. And I ask God, I always ask God to send who's supposed to be here. I've been looking around, been trying to ask God all day as I look into your faces. Who is who? God, who are the exceptions? Because see, like I said, it's safe for everybody. But there's some God wants to be the exception. Some of you, this message touched you, and you know I'm talking to you. You need to begin to think about, God, what is it that I'm hearing? Listen, let me pray for you. I don't know very much about your family, where you came from. But you are different. You are to be an exception. Not only ministry, but also the accumulation of wealth. Just ask God what. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you got some insight, some inspiration, and some information on this episode. We'd like to fellowship with you in person. We have two campuses located in the city. We have our central campus located at 610 Bell Rose. Our service time is at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Then we have our Aliante campus. That's at 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100. Our service time is at 1230 p.m. on Sundays. For more information, visit newantioch.org or you can visit newantioch-aliante.org for more information on our social media to keep up with us. So we look forward to seeing you next time on the NACF podcast. May God bless you real good.